Okay, um, places everybody, places everybody, uh, we're here for the recording of Hope Floats um, with Jack and Tanner, take one, let's go. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you down the bend, but I'm sure it's crazy kid to work it out in the end. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose, but I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. Why are we doing takes? I, I don't know. I thought it would be a fun way to introduce it. Okay. We don't even sure. have... Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, we'll do takes. Yeah. <laughs> well, are we are we scrapping all the bad takes or... Yeah. Let's scrap all the bad takes for once. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I, it kind of frees me up to do whatever I want, huh? <laughs> yeah. Unlike before really, where like, you've been pull the, completely like, restrained. Cord. Yeah. Um, we should say it's the boys. It's um, the strange bedfellows. It's me, Jack. I'm Jack. You're Tanner. I'm Tanner. Um, and we talk about romance. But m- it, lately, summer we've been Sandra. doing a little detour for the summer of Sandra. Hashtag Summer of Mandra, uh, taking you back from the Manosphere. Hashtag yep. Summer of Sundra, we both have boys. Hashtag Summer of Samdra, there are, are the a surprising episodes. amount of murders uh, in these movies. And of course, oh, yeah. uh, hashtag Meatballs as well. Hashtag Simple Plan, hashtag Speed 3, hashtag Release the Forcing Cut. <laughs> and um, I guess we should say we watched Hope Floats this week. Yeah. We did a bunch of rad movies starring Sandra Bullock that were fun to watch. And then... <laughs> Everyone was like, you should do Hope Floats. So we're doing it. And Jack sat me down before we started. Yeah. And, and said, don't said, do this. I have to be very well behaved. <laughs> so I come at you under great duress and tell you that I enjoyed the movie very much. <laughs> great. Perfect. Perfect. Right out of the fucking gate. Uh, it's Hope Floats. It's a romance starring. Uh, it's, a draw, it's a dramatic. I thought it was great. I thought it made a lot of sense. And I thought all of Enough. Whit- Forrest Whitaker's directing decisions were really <laughs> intelligent Good. and cohesive. Great. That's enough of that, and that's enough out of you. you I'll tell you what is going to happen. Is I'm I- saying I like the show, and I like I love the movie, and I love Forrest Whitaker's d- directorial debut, I assume. I will talk for the rest of the episode, and you will only speak once. I'm saying I loved it! W- when spoken to. Under great dress. I, I sat you down before we recorded. I was like, a lot of people really love this movie, so... Be careful with your salty takes if you have them. And then what have you done out of the gate? Nothing. And that's a rhetorical question. I'm not actually asking you. You're not being addressed. It's a rhetorical question. Uh, we watched Hope Floats this week. It's the summer of Sandra. It's a romance back in the, the world of romance after um, a wild tour of space. Yeah. Well, a wild tour of... And you know what's interesting? A lot of different spaces, I would say, including space. Gravity brings you down, but Hope Whoa. floats. Wow, that really bakes your noodle. Yeah. The movie stars Hope. We should do dramatic percentage. Okay, yes. Hope is in it. Sandra Bullock character's name is Hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she f- floats. Floats through life. It's not really even true. What it's not. It's never Neither really those stated. Are true. They never really wink the title at you in this one. It's they, just sort of like she says it at the end. Well, we're oh, going to talk she? about it. We're going to talk about it. I actually have a lot of Hope Floats material Let's for this episode. Let's talk about... The Dramatis Personae. The Dramatis Personae. Sandra's in it. President's daughter from Independence Day. 
We've already yeah. had Captain President from America's Independence Day, and now we have President Daughter from America's Independence Day. Is in this that's one. the grandma? No, the girl, the little girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, egg. Is that what she's called? Birdie she, has a daughter. They, that's what they call her in um, Arrested Development. Yeah. You know what else she's in? Sarah pointed this out to me. One fine day. She's a daughter oh. of everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. Except in um, Arrested Development, in which case she's the girlfriend of the boy. Oh, really? Yeah. She's maybe? Yeah. Okay. That's I, that's too much for me to take on board. But so uh, Sandra Bullock is in it. Captain America's daughter from Independence Day is in it. Yeah. And... Uh, Salman Rushdie. Oh, should we do a Rushdie check? Yeah. Salman Rushdie, hello. Hi. The question is, what does truth mean? You may or may not know that the internet is full of completely nonsensical websites. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, okay, quick, quick Salman Rushdie check. Nope. Not on the okay. IMDb. So, Salman Rushdie is not in this one. Uh, um, Harry Connick Jr., who was having like a bad face, the thing. hottest moment. Okay, <laughs> in the late nineties, didn't don't you remember when he was like? I remember as a kid, Harry Connick Jr. sort of being. I thought presence. he just played piano, so I was kind of surprised that he was in a film. Apparently, he I think was, he was on. Wasn't he on Friends? Sandra Bullock. This is her first movie with her big production company that she sets up. She this is her this is her passion project. We're not done with Dramatis Personae. Okay. Directed by speaking of uh Captain America, it says writer Steve Rogers. Steven Rogers. Wow. Okay. So it was written by Captain America. So that's probably why he wanted to have his daughter from Independence Day in it. And then directed by Forrest Whitaker. It's directed by Forrest Whitaker, and if I may finish the sentence, which actually was on topic, and Sandra <laughs> chose, um, she said that Harry, she specifically requested Herrick, Herrick Connie Jr. for the role of Harry Connick Jr. in this. Confusing. Y- yes. yes. Um, we should say quickly, Forrest Whitaker, okay. great job directing this movie, and most famous for being Saw Gerrera in yes. Rogue One. That's not what he's most famous for. <laughs> <laughs> He's most is it for f- directing this movie? Because for being a that ninja? would be a shame. Hey, what have I told you? What have I said to you? B- b- both off mic and on. Now, is it you? Are it was a good movie. I really enjoyed watching order it. To I really got yourself. stop it. Uh, a lot out of it. And a lot of people I, really love. Eager film. to talk about it. Let's talk about the obvious. Is there any other people you want to talk about? That's it. It's sort of a bottle episode. Of well, a movie. I I want to talk sort of about stuck in this, this creepy mansion the entire I don't know time. if it's too early, but I do want to talk about Pennywise. Where are they? Texas? It's such a confusing landscape. They're like I'll dirt just roads. The, I'll let that sink in. In the middle of town? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am remembering now, what? having scrolled further down his IMDb page, Yeah, that Forrest Whitaker, in fact, actually has a full body of work before yes. he directed this. He was the last king of Scotland in The Last King of Scotland. Okay. Really yeah, he was in the film. the crying really game. Good. Another great movie. But then he was in that cool. What was that samurai movie called? God, that was so good. I gotta go back. We can't oh, say that. We can't read Forrest Whitaker's IMDb page. I don't think. What do you mean? Why not? Is it like <laughs> against the rules? <laughs> Ghost Dog. Yes. Should I watch that? Can we watch that? Um, what I said is that um, I do want to talk about another character in this film who is not actually in it, but is skirts around the edges of every moment in this film. And that is, of course, Pennywise the Clown. 
Yeah. Well, I think, and that's that's sort of like it. It they don't really focus on it, but I think that is sort of the threat of the title is that Sandra Bullock's character Hope, yeah, will float because they all float. Like that's right down here. They all they, float we all here. float down here. We all float down here. Yes, we do. <laughs> and then at the end of the film, there's a l- little boy who's like carrying a red balloon, which is also oh, yeah. very Pennywise energy. The little boy is sort of a menacing kind of presence he's weird because he's always in costumes and being like in everyone's way yeah but he's also incredibly sad if you just like stop to think about his like entire character's like story and being the whole movie is on its own terms quite sad yeah it hurts to watch we should say though i want to say while we're in tremendous persona because we should introduce sandra bullock's character's real name it wasn't hope birdie at the beginning of the film she is on a talk show, mm-hmm. like Ricky Lake. Yeah. And her best friend has invited her on to admit that she's having an affair with her husband. She thinks she's getting, Sandra thinks she's getting a makeover. I, I really want her to hear me, you know? Fair enough. Let's bring her out. Let's bring out your friend, Birdie. Come on out, Birdie. Give Birdie a big hug. Birdie, hi, Birdie. So tell us, how, how do you feel? I'm, I'm perfectly delightful, thank you. <laughs> okay. Bertie, do you recognize the voice of the person sitting next to you? <sighs> Hi, Bertie. Connie? My, 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 my best friend, Connie? Absolutely <laughs> correct. Go ahead and take off your blindfold. Don't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bertie, Connie is your best friend. She's my best friend. <laughs> and she told us that she loves you very much. Yeah. I, I, I love you, too. And the last thing that she wants to do is to hurt you in any way. Hmm. Connie? Bertie? Billy and I are having an affair. He doesn't love you anymore. He wants to marry me. And right at the 1 minute and 54 second mark, they introduce... Sandra Bullock, and I think by extension, sort of place our movie for next week and tie this in to the Bird Box universe as like a narrative squeakle. Yes. Because her name is Birdie. She is wearing a blindfold. And she starts and off the film is, wearing a blindfold. And, and she's she on a boat. by Sandra Bullock. She gets on a boat in the movie. Yeah. A lot of Bird Box energy from this. A lot of uh, it energy. A lot of it energy. Yep. Um, I would love to, and I, you know, you know I have like... I had to go back to Michael's. I don't shop at Hobby Lobby, obviously. But I had to go back to Michael's this week and buy more red yarn because I was like, "Okay, there's a lot. This is rich with yeah. simple plant stuff, but mm-hmm. I am feeling the call of Bird Box more and more now. Yeah. And honestly, every time we go back to romance with Sandy, I get fucking burned, Jack. Okay, that's so, absolutely very And I love this one. Sorry, I meant every time before this one. I <laughs> literally sat you down. Yeah. I met everyone before this one. This one was great. I love this one. Okay, of course, Whitaker did such a good job. There wasn't Perfect. a weird, like, moments where the movie just, like, went into slow-mo yes. for some reason. That didn't happen. It's a beautiful movie um, and uh, very happen. sad. Happened several times, and it was a beautiful director's choice. You yeah. Know? Forrest Auteur. Yeah. Very sad film. Um, everybody Terribly dies sad. in the movie that matters. Sandra Bullock does an accent. Yeah, Sandra Bullock does an accent. (laughs) 
Let's say I the don't film. know. She's pretty good at it. Jamie looked it up. She's from Virginia, so Let I guess say that's sort of a place where you can. She lives in do New Orleans, southern. It's not New Orleans, is it? That's where she lives. I want to say the movie. She goes on uh, Ricky Lake, and uh, her best friend has tricked her onto Ricky Lake to tell her that she is cheating on her with her husband, and her husband is also there, and it's uh, pretty humiliating. <laughs> yeah, it sucks for her, and it sucks even more because her daughter's in the audience, and that's sort of the first like crushing just like body blow that Forrest delivers to you. Forrest yeah. and and Captain America deliver to you as they um <laughs> as Sandra Bullock's life is collapsing down around her and everyone is sort of hooting and hollering. She looks out to the crowd and sees her daughter in tears. Have, have, have you been sleeping with him? Well, yeah. Actually, Connie told us that she had sex with your husband Bill in your home on your living room floor. <laughs> Bill has to say. How about you? You want to hear from Bill? All right. Let's bring Bill in. Come on in, Bill. Join us, won't you? <laughs> and so that one hurt. Thank the daughter you Thank you, wants America. doesn't get that the daddy is a baddie, and she spends the whole time being like, "Why can't I live with daddy?" They go back to Texas with her, like. Weird taxidermy mom. Her mom's pretty bizarre. Um, don't worry, she dies. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to introduce that with a little bit more emotional heft a little bit later on in the story. Do you think we could take all right. Okay. Take everybody take uh take two. We're gonna cut that. Um take we have to go two, all the way back to the beginning. Take two, yes. Uh take two. Uh thanks. Do I have for to be nicer about start. the movie this? I thought I was pretty nice about the movie this that is, time. Um any Take notes? Two, it's the strange bedfellows with Jack and Tanner. Uh, we're going to start from the beginning. Any notes for me? Be nicer about the movie and be. <laughs> I thought I was really nice about be it. Be sadder when we get to the mom part. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Hello, and welcome to The Strange Bedfellows. Um, this week we're talking about a Sandra Bullock movie. It's The Summer of Sandra, um, hashtag I would call it a Forrest Whitaker movie more than anything. He directed oh, interesting. it, did you know that? And it was actually written by Steve Rogers. Captain, Captain America. America. <laughs> and uh, Forrest did Ghost Dog, right? Yeah, Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai, 1999. Great movie, um, yeah. The year after this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Very interesting. So he's like, I tried my hand at directing. I'm going to go and start to like star in some pretty cool shit. Really smart decision for us. The film, of course, is called Hope Floats. And uh, you know what else floats? We all float down here, don't we? And what about Pennywise? Oh, you're seeing a lot of it parallels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, of course, is not the only horror parallels bird that Forrest has baked into this. It's Bird Box as well. Um, her name is Birdie. So yeah. she doesn't she accent the whole time. The two minute mark. Harry Connick Jr. doesn't accent the whole time. I think let's talk about just quickly. I guess we could do it. Let's. I'm gonna quickly just Google. Okay, perfect. I have to Google to see if we have some kind of setup. Harry Connick Jr. Hope. 
Can I say the movie while you're Googling Whoops. rather yeah, than please. having you? Okay, so um, they... Uh, this guy still looks good. She goes on Ricky Lake. Her best friend and husband dump her in public. She has to go back to Texas with her daughter who doesn't want to go with her. She lives with her mom who is a kind of a strange but, you know, um, quirky in a nice way, taxidermy lady, and Sandra is a mess and she can't get her shit together and she's so sad, so sad. And the mom is fine still at this point. And nothing bad has happened to her. She seems young and she seems fine. But Harry Connick Jr. Uh, fixes stuff in. Don't like. Sorry. I just pop- I heard you say the mom was fine at some point, And I was like, well, that he's just kind of like, he's blowing it. Okay, there. everybody. Sort of, um, everybody I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Striking the set. Uh, take, uh, everybody ready for take three. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, uh, it's very expensive. That was on me. I'm sorry. Take three, uh, Hope Floats with Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. Remember, uh, be nice about the movie and don't be weird about the mom dying. Be cool about it and be emotional about it. Hello, Straight to Bed Fellows. I'm Jack Shepard, your Tanner Greenring. Uh, Pennywise is in this one. Uh, Harry Connick Jr., of course. And also, it's Bird Box. Uh, and, well, what happens? Well, Forrest Whitaker, Ghost Dog. We are not pleased about this. Okay. Um, I would say we come at this with an attitude of kind of like dispassionate. Yeah. Kind of like begrudging mm. duty, like a sense of duty. Yeah. Like this is our this is our training. This is what we came up doing. This is what our fathers did. This is what our fathers' fathers did. Yeah, Bingus Butchers. I wasn't. I would never ask to be a Bingus Butcher. No, me neither. It's just. But it's, I always knew I would be. Let me send you. So Harry Connick Jr.'s in this one. Yeah, I'm sort of wishy washy on whether I'm hashtag swoon on him. Sometimes it was like, wow, this guy's like sort of weird looking, but kind of good looking. No, well, what as I said earlier, I think he was just having a bad face day in this one. So having a bad face, maybe it's the cowboy hat. Maybe it like <laughs> tips the like shape of his face in a weird way. L- really good looking dude, wearing tight blue jeans the entire movie. Very just like, yeah, clear display of his penis. Yeah, we should say the movie for this take. Of course, um, uh, Sandra's on Ricky Lake. She goes home to Texas. Harry Connick Jr. Is, I guess when uh, we're assessing like real contract penises, we're not. Yeah. We can't. It's not on us to like uh, judge them or assess them in any way, but I will say though, like if anyone else out there is like an amateur bingus butcher, yeah, it's sort of like Mr. Bud. So wait, what are yeah. you saying? So we don't have a line in the, normally the bingus butchers. We just assess the uh, how long that dong. Well, I think I think in in literature often yeah. they they like talk around yeah how big the like male love yes. interest penis is in yeah. the movies especially this one you can just really see his penis most okay of the movie. perfect so it's really so i think in sort of like the same capacity <laughs> that like mr butt might point out a butt right i think amateur bingus butchers out there may want to check out hope floats if they're hoping to okay like, get a assess sense. how long that dog <laughs> sure yeah yeah because it's not on us to say you know we're just sort of like at this point we're like rangers okay it's <laughs> scouts. Uh, great. So if you could give us the minute mark of the outline. <laughs> Do we just want to take it from the top again? or? <laughs> yeah. Should we start from the beginning? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, take four. We really don't have a lot of time. Uh, uh, don't talk about Harry Connick Jr.'s. Here are the notes. Don't talk about Harry Connick Jr.'s penis. Be nice about the movie and uh, be emotional when we get to the part where the mom dies. Okay. Yeah.
Hello and welcome to the Strange Bed. The mom is awful. Here's my bird of the week. 853. She Sandra Bullock has just been broken up with and her life destroyed on live television as everyone was like screaming at her. I should say we're watching Hope Floats this week. Uh, Pennywise is in it and uh, it's directed by Captain America from Ghost Dog and uh, she uh, is a, on Ricky Lake. She goes home to her mom in Texas and and then what happens with the mom? Well, she dies, but first she, <laughs> at the eight minute and 53 second mark, Sandra's walking in to like her house with her like yeah. daughter who just lost her father, you know? Yeah. And she looks like shit, but it's Sandy. It's Sandy. So like, she looks great for someone who looks, looks like great. shit. The mom says something. They about want us it. to believe she looks like shit. And at the eight minute and fifty three second mark, they have a whole exchange. It's my burn of the week where she says, Burr, "Do you take up drinking?" And she says, "No, I have not." She says, <laughs> "You mean this is you stone sober? You look just awful." She says, "Well, I feel awful, Mama." She says, "Well, you look it." And they just keep <laughs> going back and forth like that. Well, I feel it. Well, you look it. God, such good writing, Steve. Captain okay, remember, be nice about the movie. And I'm then just saying, mo- it's my burn of the week. At, it's really good, funny. This point in the film, the mom is fine, and no reason to expect that anything bad might happen to her. She's hell, and she's hearty, and she's doing a good job of. Um, she's trying full of little like. Actually, you know what? She's doing sayings. A, little, little. I'm going to take this back. Quotes. She's doing a bad job. Yeah, she, sort of mean. from moment one, Sandra has just been embarrassed on live TV. Everyone in the town knows about it because all the townspeople keep coming up to her being like, oh, I saw it. I had, I have it on like DVR. Bobby Claire Aikens. Patterson now. Oh, great. How are you? I heard about your sad news. How Bill could humiliate you like that in front of the entire world is just beyond me. We have a satellite dish, so we got to see it twice, once Central, once Mountain. You poor thing. So I watch it, like, every day. (laughs) And Sandra's mom keeps on coming into her room and being like, what the hell, Sandra? Why don't you just get over it? (laughs) Yeah, get over it. You know, crying over it won't make it clean. Life just goes on, and you gotta move along with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. We're literally get out her of bed. Get over it. Fell apart. <laughs> she does sort of hit a pretty bad skid. Yeah. We should also say that. So her daughter's life is absolutely just absolutely destroyed. She was there in the audience when it happened. Um, she wants to like be with daddy. Dumped in the middle of nowhere in Texas. The streets are the literally are like so not even paved. Yeah. Kids are all mean to her. There's one who's just like awful to her. Beats her up. Although I didn't really understand that scene. Yeah, I didn't. Maybe totally they just get zoomed it. out for the beating up, but it seemed like I think the she mean just girl gets beat up. Caught her. Yeah, she puts her arms up, and then the mean girl just sort of like walks away. Did you get I that impression? There's a message of this movie that's kind of like we all float down here, where it's like <laughs> the things that you expect Forrest Whitaker to do. You know, there's this whole thing where that she like accidentally hits this mean girl with a volleyball. The mean girl's like, "I'm gonna get you," and then like later in the movie, the mean girl does get her. Yeah, but then that's that. There's not like I I expected really like her to like happens with it (laughs) to like fight back or like it's just like no she got beat up at school like hope doesn't always float like not always sometimes it's just like 
you know, it's like underwater for a while and you think it's not coming back up. <laughs> Her life is a mess. So you're already sort of like, you're on edge watching this, right? Yeah. You're like, this sucks. I hope this picks up. Because like right now I'm just watching sort of like a pretty devastating movie about like people who are in like a really bummer situation. Yeah. And they move in with grandma, who's like a breath of fresh air, right? Yeah. And who else is there? <sighs> it's a little boy whose mother abandoned him. And it's Sandra Bullock's sister is the mother. Yeah. She's moved to Hollywood to become an actress. She doesn't want to have a little boy anymore. So the yeah. little boy has moved in with grandma. Yeah. And he's eagerly waiting mom's invite out to Hollywood, which will never come. We all float down here. So that hurts. That one's bad. Can I cast briefly some aspersions on the mom who is otherwise like pretty likable? And again, at this point in the movie, seems fine. Yeah, I would say at this point. I mean, there is one part where she's like, Oh, she has like trouble breathing a little bit. Yeah, sort of like an episode. But she's fine. She seems fine, and I think at she's this really point, eager to like. If I were watching the movie, she's let me really put it this eager way. to pair Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, who I think is like a failed farmer. He's a failed architect. Let me put it this failed way: failed architect. It, if I were watching the movie and I were at this point in the movie, and yeah. you were to say to me, "Everything seem okay about the mom." I would say yes. I think she's fine. Fine. That's what I'll say. Mom's like a taxidermist. It's it's like weird. She like, oh, there's this like <laughs> interesting decision that Forrest Whitaker makes <laughs> where every time he like introduces one particular piece yeah. from the mom's taxidermy collection called Scaredy Cats. It's two cats who've sort of been put in like petticoats, I think they're called. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. And then, like, posed like they're afraid. And Forrest Whitaker makes a really interesting decision where every time they talk about that piece, which is a lot, yeah, they'll zoom in on it and play this, like, cat yowl, like, ten times as loud as anything else in the film. You see those? They're scaredy cats. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> Your grandpa and I made a fortune off of them. Bertie, lock the door. You want to be murdered in your bed? Don't worry, sweetheart. If they bite you, they got rubber teeth. Grandma killed those animals herself. No, honey. They come here already dead. Um, so the mom is fine. Uh, Sandra gets a job at a creepy photo man's outlet. And he seems funny and charming, but then it, he reveals that, like, he wants her to keep the any naked photos. photos. Yeah. <laughs> Um, occasionally we get pictures of a somewhat questionable nature. Naked pictures? Oh, we never comment on them. Oh, we just hand them over as if we hadn't seen a thing. I understand, Mr. Davis. But first, we make a copy, and we put them in the second drawer under the counter. And you can have a look anytime you want. Just don't take any of them home with you. Oh, all right. Now you can sit down right there. <laughs> Bertie Calvert. <laughs> Oh, I bet the customers will stand in line to see you again. <laughs> Which is pretty, like, Pennywise energy. It is Pennywise energy. It's a dark town. It's like a Stephen King town. Yeah. Like, everyone has, like, a dark side, you yeah. know? Yeah. He's like, this is where we keep the naughty pictures. She can't leave well. I think this is, like, I assume this is, like, a time-honored tradition of all, like, photo men. Yeah. But she can't keep her mouth shut. She immediately, like, gets drunk and tells everyone in the town, like, she's all seen their their nudes. Boy, if I believe everything I saw down at, at the Photoshop, 
I believe Miss Bobby Claire got herself some new titties. I mean belts. <laughs> you know, I got one word for y'all. Polaroid. Polaroid. Oh, come on. Come on, you won. Come on now, Birdie. Take it easy, okay? Oh, man. Case Rossarah, people. <laughs> She's a mess. This movie's. She's a mess in this one. I had a lot of. I, mean, I had a really good time watching this movie, and I'm having a lot. Okay, of you're on fun thin ice. I, about do, it. We don't have time. We'll just have to do a half episode if we have to start again. But I fucking will. The girl. The girl gets beat up. So far, the mom is fine. Um, or something. Something happens. I think she gets beat up. Like an event kind of transpires. She doesn't look beat up in any kind of way. You know what she reminded me of? Have you seen Practical Magic? What Sandra did. Reminded me of. Have you seen Practical Magic? I have. Remember how when Mark Feuerstein dies, uh, hashtag justice for Mark Feuerstein, hashtag release the Feuerstein cut. Yeah. She like can't get out of bed and her daughter has to be like, please get out of bed, Sandra Bullock. I have to go to school. Yeah. She doesn't do that in this one. They, it's the, sa- the same though. It's the same she setup, like, but this time she's like, I'm not going to get up and take you to school. Your father, Bernice, I just got off the phone with him. Do you know what he said to me? He said, I'm sorry you're taking this so hard. I'm sorry you can't get out of bed, but we have a daughter to take care of. What did you say to him? Nothing. It wasn't bad. I just said you were sad. We both are. That's that all. That is our business. That's not his business. Besides, we're not sad. We're fine. We are not. You don't care about me. Don't ask me about school. You don't even make breakfast for me. You promised Daddy you'd take care of me. I promised Daddy. Well, you know what, Bernice? Daddy promised me the world. And Daddy didn't honor his promise. And I will break every promise I make to your Daddy, all right? Okay, Bernie, stop it. That's enough now. Yeah, yeah, it's the same except this time she doesn't get up to take her to school. She's like, no, I'm like, go to school, I'm grieving. get beat up. <laughs> yeah, go to school, get but beat up. But I think up. her daughter getting beat up is kind of finally what snaps her out of it because she does manage to, and God bless her, what is this, 1998? This is maybe one of the earliest ones. She does manage to get a pretty gratuitous dance scene in. She does, she does pull it off, thank God. Because her daughter gets beat up and she kind of puts on like, I guess she's meant to look like a Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking. She's sort of missing a tooth. She's dressed up as. I thought she was sort of like an. This is fo- of- so folks uh, who listeners who don't have kids, um, you won't know this, but Tanner and I both have kids, and so other parents will relate to this. If your kid ever gets beat up at school because you yeah. like drank too much the night before because you were sad about your ex, and then Hashtag didn't relatable. take her to school and didn't like listen well, to her I was drinking, when she said that the rest of it's relatable. A girl at her school was bullying her. The way to make it up to her is uh, dress up like Pippi Longstocking. Ignore her feelings. Minimize her feelings. <laughs> and do a, uh, an embarrassing dance. <laughs> do an embarrassing dance, not just for her daughter, but for me. And yeah. I've had to watch you do it many times now, Sandra. <laughs> you don't know it yet. Uh, and then make everyone else do it, too. And it's just awful. Sorry. God. We go. I guess we have to... Yep. Take five uh, for her floats. Uh, we only have this set for another 30 minutes, um, but uh, we'll just try to get it all in one take um, and go. Hello and welcome to Strange Bedfellows. Pennywise is in this one. Of course, she's on Ricky Lake and Forrest Whitaker from Ghost Dog. Uh, if the mom is fine, obviously, and Bird Box? Well into it, even at the hour mark, she's in this bad dance scene. Yes, I what? can say the scene is bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fine. fine. And yes, and of course, uh, a lot of people don't know this about the film. It was directed by Captain America. 
Um, what else should we say? Well, Hope I, floats, no notes. <laughs> Do you want my meme of the week? Tell me. They, <laughs> meme of the week. Um, <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. asks Sandra out to dance. Yeah. That's what you do in a small Texas town. You lived in Texas. I did, yeah. It's a lot like that. And actually, true story, uh, while we were watching Hope Floats the other night, Sarah was like, a lot of people who watch this are going to think that this is like a stereotype of Texas, but like this is literally what Texas is like. (laughs) 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 Like they go to like a hoedown. And it's yeah. like, yeah, no, that's I've been to like a surprising number of hoedowns since I lived in Texas. Like they just do that shit. It's fun. I'm into it. It's fun. It is kind of cool. He says to her at the yeah. one hour, three minute and 12 second mark. And the mom dancing, is fine at this point, we should say. Seems fine. Is she? Yes. Totally fine. Dancing is just like a conversation. Justin, I can't. I can't dance anymore. I can't. Dancing is just a conversation between two people. Talk to me. Talk with me. You know what I think that's a reference to? Is I think it's a reference to when Garth Brooks joined okay. Facebook and it was a smash viral sensation. Everyone, like, I think it was sort of like a hashtag cringe thing for a lot of people. But for me, I yeah. think it's a very, like, endearing and cute. I think it's kind of cute. Okay, you've sent Do me. Do you want to watch it? Not really. Do I have to watch it? I I'm going to watch it. So okay. you may as well. So we're going to watch it. Here's what Garth, well, this is real-time commentary when... Garth Brooks joined November eleventh, twenty fourteen. He looks like Garth shit. Brooks has joined Facebook. Well, I guess it's official. I guess it's official. He's, We're now on he's got a post called really hashtag sure Friends in New Places. Start. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. Made all kinds of sense. She said, "Think of it more as a conversation." Why does he look so bad? I like that. He looks great. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me, and I really like that. <laughs> it allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case. He's in a hotel room. Hotel room. Yeah. When I think about things I want to post, I want to post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. Slick stuff. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. This is raw. This is just who I am. Wow. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Kind of Pennywise energy coming from Garth Brooks (laughs) here. I think it's great. Can I throw this a like? Will I get like flagged if I throw this a like? No, I think it's fine. I'm gonna throw this a like. I, me, and uh, eighty-one thousand other people. And I have, say, let the conversation begin, which is essentially, essentially what Harry Connick Jr. said in this scene. That's why it's my meme of the week. I like turtles. Do you think it's cool enough now? If I went on Facebook now and basically posted that verbatim, would that be cool? Like, hey guys, I just want this to be a conversation. I'm gonna break down the walls. I'm gonna post cool stuff. Slick do it on threads. Stuff. <laughs> I'll do it on threads. Make that have that be your threads intro. If I do that as my threads intro, will you rent a hotel? Like it and rethread it. Yes, of course. Okay. All right. I'll put work on, on like it. a hat. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. I'll do it too. We'll do a trend. It'll be like how you join threads. That's pretty... We could start something here. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question before we go to break. How how tight do you like to get tucked in? <laughs> I'll think about it, I guess. Because <laughs> she... Um, it's at the one hour and 28 minute mark. Uh, mommy, who's fine, absolutely fine. Grandma, who's fine at this One point. hour and 28 minute mark? She's still fine? How long was this She's movie? fine at this point. But she tucks in that girl so tight. You want me to uh, tuck you in? Yeah. How tight? Tight. Okay. 
You're so much like your mama. She used to love me to tuck her in real tight. Oh, yeah, she really does. She, she says snugs a bug in a rug. And she says, how tight do you like to be tucked in? And then she just, like, fucking, like, wraps her up like it's like a dead yeah. body. <laughs> we don't have any safe words here. Yeah. <laughs> Cremates her. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. Uh, she dies, by the way. The grandma. Okay, well, when we come back, it's like moments start, later. Literally oh, it's start. literally moments later. Because, like, Sandra Bullock walks in and she's like, Oh, sorry, I was out late. I was yeah. like dry humping Harry Connick Jr. to a Garth Brooks song. Okay. And then they hear a crash and it's in slow motion for some bizarre reason. <sighs> okay. It's Get a it teacup falling Get and it, it shatters. Get it out now because none of this is going in. We're starting from the beginning again after the break. Get it out now. That's fine. And she's dead. Okay. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to start again. So none of you have heard any of this. So um, it's just going to be a short episode. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. Their online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. And welcome to the Strange Bedfellows. It's me uh, here with Pennywise, and we are directed this week by Forrest Whitaker's guest directing. And guess who's in it? Bird Box from from this one. And well, hope does float, and we all float down here. And the mom and is I say, fine. If- if this is a conversation, yeah, let the conversation begin. Let the conversation begin. Mommy's fine, uh, but there's been a crash, hasn't there? Been a big crash. 
Mama. Mama, what's up? Mama, what's wrong? Mama? And um, what we, we take, should say, first of all, Sandra is on Ricky Lake, and then she goes back to live with Mommy. Forrest makes some really interesting decisions. This is the year before he's in Ghost Dog. It really sort of like takes off there. Years before he played Sagarera in Rogue One, I would say sort of his most notable yeah. role, in our household at least. And Harry Connick's in it. Um, what's he wearing below the waist? I don't know. I didn't look. And what? Uh, but uh, is she falling look, for though. him? Yeah, I took a peek. <laughs> um, it's fucking packing down there. <laughs> Forrest makes some really interesting choices. We should say Captain America and Stephen Rogers, yeah. Captain America. Yeah. Um, the teacup falls. Yeah, teacup falls. About an hour and a half into the movie. Yeah. Um, almost. I would over. say maybe the twenty end minutes of act left. One. And okay, sure. Yeah. End of act. Kind one. of the end of act one. Hour mm-hmm. and a half in. It's a two-act movie. They do the first act in about uh, 80 minutes, and then the the second-act movie is kind of just cleaning up the mess at the end. (laughs) I would say it's like a five-act movie. Yeah. They do a lot of acts after this, because Mommy dies. Uh, Grandma dies. Mommy dies, but that's just sort of the beginning, because at the funeral, Mm -hmm. Daddy shows back up. Oh, yeah, and he looks good. Looks great. Yeah. Yeah. He looks really good. He's having a good face day. Uh, he's come with divorce papers. Yeah. Sorry your mom died. Here's some divorce papers. He's n- not very nice. You're sort of reeling off of that hit. You're like, oh, wow. That, like, sucks. Like, oh, and he, and, he, and he sends away his daughter. His daughter's like, I'm going with you. And he's like, no, you're not. Like, I don't love you. Bernice? I'm going with my daddy. Bernice? What do you think you're doing? I'm going with you. Honey, that's impossible. But I'm going with you. No, you got to stay here with your mama. Bertie, you going to help me out here? You told me you wanted me with you, remember? Listen, honey, I've got to go. Now, don't do this to yourself, okay? Don't make a scene. Now, go on back inside. Go ahead. Yeah, like I need to go make a new family with my wife, and I can't have you be a part of that. Yeah. And you're like, oof, this like this is rough. And they're like, all right, let's cut the tension. Harry Connick Jr., the little boy, surely they're going to have some fun stuff to say. Yeah. He got like a telegram. That's silly. We can have some fun with that. Mm-hmm. Telegram wasn't for him. It was from his mom, but it was to Bird Box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, his mom doesn't think of him or love him and is never going to come claim him. And he has lost his one anchor in this world, his yeah. grandmother. That's right. And the movie just wanted to sort of like remind us of that. Yeah. Quickly. And it's pretty fucked Fun up. Fun movies. Yes. Captain America. Captain America did this one. I was thinking that what we should do this week, maybe instead of the blurb betterers, is a little name generator, kind of along the same lines. Okay. Let the conversation begin. And it, I guess it's from the point of view of Captain America's daughter from President America. And the name generator Rest is- development. What did your... Mammy used to say. And here's what Birdie uh, from Bird Box says in this one. She says... That's what Mama used to say. (laughs) She said beginnings are scary, endings are usually sad, but it's the middle that counts the most. You need to remember that when you find yourself at the beginning. Just give hope a chance to float up. And it will, too. And that's fine, but I thought we could fix it. 
Okay. For yeah, let's do that. Um, so, I'm just going to pull up a note here. So, what's the theme? Kind of hope floating? Yeah, we can keep, like keep hope. some hope float. Basically, it's just an inspirational thing that for our movie or for our mammy or whatever that we can put on like a, I don't know, like a, probably a cross stitch that we would put in our house. I love it. I love it. A little saying. So, she starts with beginnings are scary. What about if we cut to the chase and say bird box is scary? Bird Box is definitely scary. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it next week. This being a spiritual sequel, squeakquel. Yeah. Bird Box is scary. Uh, and then she says... Um, you know what the scariest part about Bird Box is? I haven't it's, seen it. Oh. Well, the Bird Box can happen at any time. Like, fearful. Like, you have to be fearful in day and even, like, the maniacs are, like, outraging at night. Not if you're blindfolded, though, right? No. Yeah, they don't really get into what bird box. Oh, well, I won't spoil it. So you could just wear a blindfold and you, there's nothing scary at all. Yeah, but how are you going to get around with a blindfold on? You ever think about that? Yeah, I guess especially in a boat, huh? All right, go ahead. Bird box What's is bird? scary. You happy with that? Bird box is scary. Do you want to yeah. say birds are scary? Do I think birds are scary? Sometimes there's a path near my house that I walk yeah. on, and sometimes if I walk on it at like dusk, yeah. Owls will sit on the branches hanging over the path and like make a sound at you that sounds like something dying. It's like, okay, that's scary. And it's just because they're mad at you. Like, get out of here. I'm hunting. Okay, I think this we're gonna make this our own. And then when we make when we sell the cross stitch of it, no one's gonna know that it's kind of stolen from Bird Box. So we're gonna say have owls are scary. Mm-hmm. I think owls are birds. Are they? No, owls or birds. Do you want owls or birds for this? Do you want the specificity of the owl, or do you want to start oh. with birds are scary? I think let's. I don't. That's my story. You okay. know, I don't know if other people have. I know, like in in like Sydney, Australia, they're afraid of like a kind of bird that like swoops at them. Okay, so everybody's scared of different birds, and maybe that's yeah, kind everyone's of the got like a bird they're afraid of. All yeah. right, I'm gonna start with. I think birds are scary is good. That kind of captures it, and then the the next line that Birdie Pruitt says is endings are usually sad. Okay. So. Is the ending sad in this one? Um, sort of a neutral ending in this one. No, I think it's pretty happy. I think her and the Harry Connick. The grandmother has died. Yeah. There's some. The deadbeat mom is still a deadbeat. Harry Connick is still like a washed up failed architect. Yeah. She's still like penniless and like presumably fired from the photo mat. Yeah, she definitely deserves to lose her job. Sort of a bad ending. They got, I, they got in what I would call in the Silent Hill sense. Yeah. A bad ending. Okay, look, we, we so we've got the first line of this, and I think this is going to make a really nice cross stitch. Birds are scary, and then something is usually something. Um, so something, something is usually. I guess something. we want to say something that's usually sad. Oh, okay. Um, hope floats is usually was usually pretty sad. I would say in <laughs> one moment, if you were to like tune into Hope Floats, it's pretty sad. Yeah. What else is sad? Um, Divorce. Divorce you can probably, is pretty like, drop sad. Drop some statistics in, I guess. <laughs> oh, what about this? Birds are scary, comma. The divorce rate in America is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Because it's got a little, like, I'm mad about it. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Someone should be doing something about this. Yeah, that's good. The divorce rate in America is Why out of people, like, control. Going to church, you know? And then she says, uh, but it is the middle that counts the most. So that what counts the most? The count. The what? The count. Counts the oh, most. From- well, my son's been watching a BBC show called Number Blocks. Okay. They do a lot of counting. More than the count? 
They're all numbers. Yeah. Oh, so they're like counting themselves. They're like in it. Yeah. So that's they're like sort of a, immersed in it. That's the equivalent of if you made a movie about people and they just went around going people, 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 people. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like I realize now. Like Miles is like in the Matrix when he watches Number Blocks because he's like he's just watching like the very like makeup of everything we know. Yeah. Sort of like in their element. That's in crazy. their space. Wow. The numbers. What about this? Birds are scary. The divorce rate in America is out of control, but it's Dracula who counts the most. I think that is... Because then it's like a pun on count. Can I say this? I think it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, but does it I make think any sense? it's lore-wise might not be accurate to the count, like what the count's like thing was. Okay. I don't think he's Dracula. I think he's the count. We can lose counts the most if you want, but we might be moving too far afield from this quote. What was the middle? What was it? But it is the middle that counts the most. That's something that, I think that's what M- Mammy says, what Grandma says before she gets fucking murked by Sandra Bullock. And that guess what? That's her, in her death count. Yes, she wouldn't have died so young if she didn't have to deal with like a daughter who is completely fucked up her life. Should we bring it back to birds? Okay. Oh, Counting Crows. Perfect. Adam Duritz. Uh, but it's Adam Duritz who counts the most. Yeah. Who counts the crows. Counts the crows. <laughs> there it is. And that actually fits with the scanning, too. Okay, so yeah, this I is... Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's... It's going to look good on, like, a okay. poster. So we just need one more line here. The next line is, you need to remember, they put a uh, in this inspirational quote that I've pulled off of a site called It's a Southern Thing. Um, they, for some reason, put a... a this song. movie had big It's a Southern Thing energy. Yeah. <laughs> They, they randomly put a full stop in the middle of this sentence. Uh, but it doesn't. Thing. Yeah. So uh, we're going to skip that. What's the story with this movie? God, how did this like... No, no, no. Stay with me. Stay with me. You need to remember that when you find yourself at the beginning, just give hope a chance to float up, and it will. What does that even fucking mean, Captain America? <laughs> Okay. So. And you know what's funny? I found another. I wanted to fact check this thing from It's a Southern Thing, and I found it on Goodreads under Steve Rogers quotes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll get you, Red Skull, and. <laughs> yeah. And we all float down here. <laughs> um, all right. Well, how do we better this bit? Okay. So you need to remember that when you find yourself at the beginning, just give hope. You don't need to do anything, first of all. Okay. What about, let's start it that way, because that fixes it. You don't need to do anything, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. It's also kind of passive-aggressive in a way that I like for a cross stitch. You don't need to do anything, but. (laughs) Yep. You don't need to do anything. To do, shall I put that in italics too? Anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you want that attitude, that expressiveness. <laughs> when you find yourself in the sewer, remember, just... <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. When you find yourself in Pennywise's lair, remember... We all float down here. We all float down here. That's good. Sort of becomes more about Pennywise than Hope floats, but you know what? That's fine, because this movie was a real piece of... Okay, take six... It's Jack, it's Tanner, um, Captain America, 
And of course, uh, Pennywise is in this one. The mom does die. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. You know, it won a Grammy, didn't it? For a lot of people really like this movie. To I want to read you this. Feel my love by Garth Brooks. Yeah. Okay. Can I read this back to you? Tell me if it sounds good. Tell me if you would cross stitch this and put it on your wall, and then we can sell it as merch. Written by Bob Dylan. When You Love Someone by Brian Adams. It's, Ooh, what, that was a scorcher. What you heard just there was one. me doing deep breathing exercises. Oh, I thought you were playing <laughs> When You Love Someone by Brian Adams. That's on the soundtrack. That one's good. Soundtrack's good. Compliment sam- open face compliment sandwich on this one. Soundtrack of the movie's great. Great. Can I say it? I had, I had to find something nice to say. May I say it? Tell Please. me if this works. Tell me if we got something here. Yeah. I think it's inspiration. Birds are scary. The divorce rate in America is out of control. Mm-hmm. But it is Adam Duritz who counts the crows. You don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. But when you find yourself in Pennywise's lair, remember, we all float down here. Cross-stitch that, you hang it on a wall in like a sunroom. Yeah. People look at that and they're like... That makes a lot of sense, just like this fucking movie. Okay, take seven. Pennywise did this one. The mom dies, and Tanner, I'd like for you to leave. Fine. (laughs) Arbiter Tanner, it's nice to see you here. I've never been pulled through so willingly before. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the bubble, like, yanked me through. Tanner and I were having a little bit of a tiff. Okay. What'd you watch this week? <laughs> it's Hope Floats this week. And- oh! <laughs> Don't you too. Unfortunately, we can't go back and do take eight. So we're going to have to leave that in. This is a hit segment uh, where we talk about the Rotten Tomatoes reviews of the film. It's called On the One Hand. Um, and I've pulled uh, some positive reviews of the film for our sub-segment within a segment that's called, very confusingly, on the one hand, um, and Not here confusing. is the first of the two positive reviews that I've pulled. Uh, it's from Anonymous. Parts of this movie were certainly confusing. Who gave this film five stars on September 18th, 2009, with the following re- review. Mine and Brian's fave movie. Who's Brian? Yeah, Stop. that's what I wanted to know, too. <laughs> Who's Brian? Who's Brian? Let's dig in. Who'd you say, who'd you say they were? What's Anonymous. Their name? It's from someone from the Hacker oh, Collective. Anonymous. Anonymous. But I, you know what? I think our next review is going to shed some light on this, and so we can work backwards from that, if you'll okay, be willing to perfect. let me give it to you. Okay, yeah. the second positive review is also from someone in the Hacker Collective Anonymous who gave this film five stars on July 16th, 2009, same year, with the following review. Best movie ever made. Great cast, music, and plot. And then all caps, loved it, Shadow. The Edge. Well, How? I think the, the hedgehog. If you'll take a leap with me, I think this review is written by Brian. Oh, it's sort of like Vlog Brothers. Like they're kind of having <laughs> like a little bit of like a thing back and forth between in the comments of Run. So now we've got maybe enough context clues that we can triangulate on who Brian is. We know that Shadow wrote the first review. <laughs> Brian with an I or a Y? It's an I. There is a Brian the Hedgehog. Is there? It, it it does look like it's a fan kind of creation. Okay, and is it like NSFW? 
Here we go. So I've I've cracked it. I've blown the lid wide okay. open. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's Brian Drummond. Okay. Canadian voice actor who did the voice of Knuckles in Sonic Underground. Okay, perfect. Okay, and they do that thing that like uh, theater kids would always do when they, they were like in a play where they would call each other by the name by of like names. the part they were playing in the play. Yeah. Brian Drummond, voice of Knuckles. These yeah. two are having it out in the comments here. Um, what was this thing again? What was this review? Best movie ever made. Great cast, music, and plot. Loved it, Shadow. I agree on the music, 100%. Okay, this is a segment within a segment where we talk about the middling reviews of the film. It's called On the Fence Hand, also somewhat confusingly. Um, The first middling review is from Anonymous, who gave this film two stars on February 1st, 2017, with the following review. It's good movie to watch. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to reserve judgment until I hear some more. That's it. It's a weird thing to say. I will say I disagree. Say. I'll say I disagree. You can't, oh, uh, Arbiter Tanner, uh, you weren't here. You're not allowed to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I t- sat Tanner down before this, and we had to talk about it. Because a lot of people Pe- like People this in the past like this one? A lot of people love this movie. In fact, a lot of people on Rotten Tomatoes love it. It's, uh, it's uh, got a very large gulf between the <laughs> critics' tomato meter. Cult hit. And the people, the people loved this. Uh, There's the a cult hit. Luckily, that cult has been snuffed out by the time. Critics, not so much. The future. I'll say future, what uh, Roger timeline. Ebert says. And uh, <laughs> Roger Ebert says, Hope Floats is a turgid melodrama with the emotional <laughs> range of a sympathy card. <laughs> Sounds like he loved it. I think that one, like, fucking, like, sniper's assassin bullet from Roger Ebert was all it <laughs> took to tank the Rotten Tomatoes review <laughs> ranking for this. They're like, okay, Roger, <laughs> tell us what you All really right. think. That's what Anonymous says. It's good movie to watch. I just think it's a weird thing to say in general in a review, and it's a super weird thing to say in a two-star review. That's all. That's why I included it. <laughs> uh, my final review in our On the Fence Hands segment is from Alex K., and I think we've seen him before, Alex Keaton from Family Ties. Oh, yeah. And I kind of want to get to the bottom of this, man, but I don't know that we can. Alex K. gave this film two stars on August 6, 2013, and I think when I re- read his review to you, you may be reminded of some of his previous reviews. But here's what Alex K okay. says of this film with <laughs> his two-star review. Guys. And it's in title case. My favorite film is 1941's Citizen Kane. Because mm-hmm. last time he said it was something else. What did he go back to his profile? I can link you to his profile, but it only shows the movies he's reviewed. Rotten Tomatoes is extremely broken. Don't you say that. They are for our fucking bread and butter, okay? It's an extremely busted website. I will link you to his profile. I'm going to have to sit you down and talk about not bad-mouthing Rotten Tomatoes. I'll just say, I'll say now so that we can just finish up on Alex Keaton. I did not collect an On the Other Hand this week, and there's a reason. It's because 100% of the negative reviews of this film, 100% said, you know what else floats? Poop. Literally 100% of the one-star reviews for this film on Rotten Tomatoes say exactly that. So, Ooh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't bother um, because I don't think people should be crass and mean about a movie that a lot of people really love. Schindler's List. Let's go see if we can find Alex P's. Because he's. I've seen that, he, that Alex P has reviewed Schindler's it's List. It's Alex K. Alex K. So it looks like we pulled an Alex K quote 
for Practical Magic. Do you think he's doing Summer of Sandra? His two-star review on August 6, 2013 of Practical Magic, which was episode two weeks ago. 1933's King Kong is my ninth favorite film of all time. Oh, we have to track this. Okay, so what do we have now? Let's, let me open up a new doc here. Alex K. First favorite movie is Citizen Kane. Is that what you said? Yeah. Ninth favorite is... You know what? Remember you said this is like the devil's, the devil's Sudoku? I said that. Last time? Because you were like, oh, if this feels like a Sudoku, but I don't have any other data points to figure it out when he oh, said yeah. the thing about King Kong. But now we have these data points because look, in 2012, he wrote a review of Notting Hill where he says, my favorite comedy film is 1933's Duck Soup. And that's all in title case. He's telling us something through these comments. But Rotten Tomatoes doesn't want you to track him down. I think it's, it's our maybe- solemn duty duty to do it yeah um i think maybe if we can like mostly focus on and i don't think we can do it now i, I think it would be irresponsible to do it now i have to go on vacation yeah do we think he's do we think he's done any other like can we just really quickly take a look to see if he's done any other sandra movies yeah I, i've got his profile because if we can just like dive into one more sandra movie and maybe see something oh he did not like tolkien he has reviewed citizen kane and king kong look i'm far enough back that i'm seeing a review on disney's live action dumbo he gave it two stars. He said, 1940s Fantasia is my 10th favorite film of all time. So let's get that down here. 10th favorite. This guy is, he's like the fucking Riddler. On A Dog's Journey, he rated it two stars. He says, my favorite American dog breed of all time is American Golden Retriever. This guy is just so multitudes. I'm, I'm tracking that. Wow. Golden Retriever. I think this guy's, I think we're going to get to something here. Um, I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's dark. Yeah, it might be dark. We don't have time to look into it. Uh, Arbiter Tanner, I'll let you go. I guess um, I don't need to hear what you think about these reviews. I like the bad one. I like the one that they didn't like it. I like <laughs> the one about poop floating, too. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Ugh. Tanner, it's so good to see you back. I never thought I'd say that, but it is nice. Arbiter Tanner and I were having a little bit of a tiff. Um, I, we have to go. I will say that there's a f kind of a fun but also weird thing at the end of the movie where um, Sandra is in the photo studio. Uh, anything interesting come in while I was at lunch? No, sir. And she's like looking through photos. Oh, oh no. Look at these. Birdie? No, what is wrong with this stupid machine? And then... God, I tell you, I... One of the photos is a photo of Harry Connick Jr. standing next to his car outside the photo studio, and she looks up, and it's a photo of now. When you love someone, How did he do that? You'll do anything. Okay, Mama. Stop pushing. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was that sort of baked my noodle a little bit. That's fucking crazy. It's like Mulholland Drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's all the time we have for today. Tanner has to go on vacation. I have to go pick up my child. Uh, I f almost forgot. So I will just quickly say thank you, Tanner, for, um, well, thank you for being my friend. I would like to thank the Bee Babies and the Bug Babies for bearing with us this week. Um Tough one in some ways. We had to do a lot of takes. You probably only heard about 20 really minutes short. of it. Um, Sorry, it was such a short one. <laughs> um, Largely and 
I guess you didn't hear a lot of it, but mostly Jack's fault, tech stuff. I would like to tell everyone that you've got to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast, and join our Facebook group. I would also like to say that this week we watched film. It was called Hope Floats. Next week, it's Demolition Man. I'm calling it. We're doing <laughs> I it. I thought we were it's watching Bird Box. Demolition Man next week. Um, and all well, that remains of Sandra is for me to say on. that Summer of Sandra continues, and I have been this week Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Santa Greenrig. And I hope that you find your... Sappily ever after. We might be childhood friends.